You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. What's up, guys? Long time no see. It's your boy, Kevin. Yep, yep. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. And that's right. It's officially our part two of our Friday the 13th franchise countdown. Um, Really had a fun time in that first part. I'm telling you what, that was one of the most fun episodes I've done. Just delving into those different, you know, the ones we picked. It was was so much fun just to break all those down. So I hope you enjoyed it too, my, my boy. Oh, of course, man. This is this is my bread and butter. You know, I've been Hell waiting yeah, ever. Well, we started filming episodes back in March, I believe, mm-hmm. and I've just always been wanting to talk about this franchise. And this is the moment I've been waiting for. I hope it's the moment some of you all have been waiting for, and we're just all going to have a good time together. That's right. That's right. This is a, just a blast, man. I love doing this. So, um, okay. Well, let, before we get into our, our bottom six or our, you know, I guess top six, I guess you'd say, the way you look at it, um, let's just go back real fast and let's just, in case you missed the first part or some, or maybe you just forgot what we picked, we're going to go back and just kind of tell you, we just we want to screen, you know, talk about them, but we'll just tell you what we picked for our top six or our bottom six. How are you, you, you going to put it? Our first six we covered, let's put it that way. So, Kevin, why don't you go ahead and give us your, your first six? All right, so at my shit pick, number 12, I had Jason Goes to Hell. Number 11, I had Friday the 13th, part 8, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Number 10 was Friday the 13th, part 6, big shocker, woo, Jason lives. <laughs> <laughs> number 9 was Friday the 13th, part 7, The New Blood. Number 8 was Friday the 13th, part 3, woo, another shocker. <laughs> And then the last film I talked about in the last episode was Friday the 13th, the remake from 2009. There you go. Wow, that's, that's, I must say a couple of shockers in there, but overall, not a bad list on my account. So uh, uh, anyway, sorry. So here's here's my first six I covered. Uh, my ship pick was, of course, Jason Goes to Hell, shared it with, with uh, my boy Kevin. Uh, also, we also shared uh, pick number 11 with uh, Jason Goes to, or I'm sorry, Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason Goes to Manhattan. It's like his little, <laughs> his vacation. Um so at number at number ten, I had the original OG Friday the Thirteenth, which that sure will was a shocker to somebody. Um, mm-hmm. At number nine, yeah, at number nine, I had Freddy vs. Jason, another another shocker for you right there. Um, number eight, part seven, A New Blood, and then number seven was maybe possibly another shocker, part two, the sequel to the OG. So uh, there you go. There are our first six picks that we talked about in the first part of this uh, little countdown. And uh, just to give you a little bit of a catch up in case you didn't either you didn't listen to it or, you know, maybe you wanted to go back and listen to it again. Who knows? But uh, yeah, you should watch it in order. Definitely. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So let's just get into these next six picks and um, let's do it. Boy, is he dead too? And I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. Well, I, I'm Mrs. Voorhees, an old friend of the Christie's. Six. Pretty camp blood, ain't ya? It's got a death curse. It's showtime! All right. 
right, so we're ready to get this shit started. Here we go. Number six, I have Friday the 13th, part five, A New Beginning. Ooh, man. All right. Well, tell me what you think, sir. Well, um, this film would have been my shit pick before my most recent watch. Yes, I did not like this one at all. Um, But upon a rewatch... Uh, well, okay, uh, Jason Goes to Hell is always going to be my shit pick, I guess, but the one <laughs> under that. Right. But it's just, th- this film, it doesn't really do anything new, mm-hmm. but it, it does enough well. Now, the director, Danny Steinman, he uh, was a porno director, so <laughs> uh, yeah, you're welcome for that information. He yeah. uh, directed a porn film in 1973 called High Rise, so. Yeah. I got a High Rise for you. Oh, shit, what up? Um, <laughs> what a, get it what up <laughs> the, Classic. the main guy in this movie tommy jarvis i'm not a huge fan of he is just very quiet the whole time he says 24 words in this entire film by the way wow that's interesting yes a lot of the characters are very unlikable junior ethel what have you but i do like a lot of the characters um mm. demon and his goddamn enchiladas i love <laughs> he's great dude yeah, dude, he's awesome. I liked him a lot in this movie. He's probably one of my favorite characters in the whole franchise, and he has such a small part, it's unfortunate. Oh, I know, I know. A lot of the kills are freaking great. Yes. Now, of course, I know if anyone else has seen this movie, the kill I always think of is the strap that's wrapped around the tree around the guy's head, and Jason's behind it tightening it up. Shit's just ingenious. Like, no, who thinks of this shit? You seriously, know? seriously. Um, Reggie the Reckless is running around screaming like a fucking eight-year-old girl at her first fireworks display. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. That kid can scream with the best of them. Follow girl style. Uh, no fucking doubt, dude. But yeah, it's just, this one, it's just kind of always lived in mediocrity in my mind until this most recent view, and it it just was a lot of fun. And it's actually very interesting because I watched a lot of these with my girlfriend, who, she's not the biggest horror fan. She actually kind of liked this one. Really? So, yes, it broke some ground. So, she 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 liked it. I liked it. It was a good time. Um, it's just the cover of this film I never understood. Let's just yeah, kind of get that. Yeah, out I'm with you on that. It didn't make much sense. So yeah, I, it, but but it, it's so iconic though. Like I see it and I know immediately what movie it is. So true. It and for the people that don't know, the cover of the film is like. Just a shitty looking mask. It looks like a type of mask that a 10-year-old would wear while attempting to play hockey, but failing miserably. Mm-hmm. But like, but like, why so, did they just choose the mask that was in the movie? But, yeah, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't understand that. But I, I love that mask, too. Let me tell you, that was one of my favorite masks in the whole series. So, With The blue stripes? Yes. We, we need to talk about We know I didn't really think about this, but we need to kind of rank the masks a little bit at the end of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll just go through it just until, until what our favorite ones are, I think. So uh, I, I didn't really get – I would love to have done that, though. And we may have to, You know what? We need, may need to do that for our for the page, for our Instagram page. Maybe if we both show our top, you know, like the yes. way they rank down or something. I don't know. We'll figure that out. So. That's a great idea. Yep. yep. There you go. Um, well, anything else you want to add before we move on or before I get mine? Or, uh, oh, you got, the, yeah. you got our stuff. Yeah, our information. Yeah. I got some faxies for faxies. you. Faxies. This is the first film – where the characters call Jason by his full name of Jason Voorhees. Mm, interesting. Yes. All the previous films called him Jason, of course, other than part three, where they didn't call him anything because <laughs> they knew didn't know who the fuck this dude was and why he was fucking their shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's very true. 
Um, Miguel Nunez, who played Demon, and Mark Venturini, who played the guy who hacked up uh, the chubby guy at the beginning. Yeah. I don't remember the character names. Uh, sorry, I didn't do that much research. Oh. Um, they are both in Return of the Living Dead together, which came out the same year. Uh, interestingly enough, Tom Matthews, who played Tommy Jarvis in the next film, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th Part 6, mm-hmm. Jason Lives, yep. was also in that movie. Yes. So, a little bit of connection, if you will. Uh, the film Exactly. The film's sex scene was originally three whole minutes long, of course, with it being directed by a porn director. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Completely. It was cut down to 10 seconds because the MPAA, again, was a motherfucker and said, hey, if you don't trim this down, we're going to give you an X. Assholes. Yes. This film required nine trips to the MPAA to lower it from an X to an R. Damn it. Um, and then the last tidbit I got is the first opening scene with Corey Feldman. Mm-hmm. Those were all shot in his backyard. Was really? Yes, because cool. he was very pressed for time because he was also filming for The Goonies. Oh, damn! That's another yeah. phenomenal film. So yeah, he was in a lot of like groundbreaking films in the eighties. You know? Yeah. Now it's really tough to say, man. Which film would you think is the better film, or I guess career booster? Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning, or The Goonies? Now, I'd I mean, say he probably made the better choice. Yeah, The Goonies definitely was, yeah, you're right, exactly right. So, But, I mean, it's still, I don't know, that first part, that, that opening scene really is very iconic, so I'll have to give it to them that they did a great job starting that one off very, very well. So, Oh, absolutely, man. And that's the thing, I, this movie really surprised me upon a rewatch. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's just, it's wacky enough and slightly hokey enough but also kind of serious the same way yep a lot of the kills are off screen though a lot um you uh, half the time you see the bodies and you see how they died which i appreciate Mm -hmm. um but yeah dude the characters are decent there's one guy the guy who stutters a lot yeah i've always kind of had a certain affinity with him because you really felt for him and you felt really sympathetic towards his character because there's one scene where he asked, he's like, oh, you, I kind of want to date you. And then she actually laughs in his face. And, yeah, you know, you God. feel real bad for him. Mm. And, and he gets killed right after that. And it's just like, fuck, dude. I, I felt for him. Yeah, he does get it. He does get it in a very bad way, too. So I won't, I won't reveal how that happens, but we'll let you watch that and figure it out for yourself. But, but uh, you know. Yep, yep. That's all I pretty much got for this one, my man. Okay. Well, I will, again, hold my wad and shoot it on you later so uh (laughs) there you go all right well my number six film to start this whole thing off is your prior number seven the remake part 12 so uh again i watched this when it first came out loved it loved it loved loved it a lot of people hated it i heard a lot of hate for it i was like fuck y'all this movie's great you know this you know best friday 13th ever Rewatching it again, just, you know, for this. Actually, I rewatched, okay, just full disclosure, I didn't rewatch these in the past week. I watched them like a month ago, but all, <gasps> but, but I watched all of them. So, all of them from one to the remake. So, I did watch all of them, and I have watched them before this too. Like, I, I've watched, now I've watched this through twice this year, once back in like March, and then once now. So, I've, I've, I've watched these films a lot this year. So, give me a pass on that one just the week before. So, but just this one. Just this one, but I'll probably watch it again here pretty soon. So I love this franchise a lot. So, um, but on the rewatch, some flaws stuck out. You know, the, the some of the lines are really cheesy. 
Um, a little too hokey in some parts. Derek Mears, like I said, uh, very phenomenal as Jason, so that did save it for me. The scene at the first, uh, just so well done in every aspect, man. Just the way it kind of builds, you know, it, it, the way it all starts off, you know, going to look for some pot, and the dude finds it, and then and all hell ensues. You know, they find his house, like in part two, except it's a little more crazy looking and it actually has a bed in it and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just, it was just very well done the way the setup was. And, um, and then of course, God, the, the sleeping bag scene, where she's hanging it from the tree over the fire. God, wow. brutal. I'm talking fucking brutal. And just the, that whole scene just really gets to me. Um, so that, that in itself really brought it up to where it is. You know, it was, it, like I said, it was my you know, higher up, but rewatching it again, I was like, ah, maybe one as good as I thought it was. But um, I don't know. Like you said, you, know, you brought up a lot of good points about it too, so I won't stomp on those at all. Um, but there are a few parts that could have been a little better. Um, I do, I do like the uh, the redneck guy that's making out with the uh, the chick on the magazine. That's uh, very disturbing. And <laughs> so foul. Probably the, the foulest part of the whole movie. So yeah, it's, it was just really gross. And but he plays it so well. God, he just that scene was just so realistic to me. It's just that's what got to me. It's just like oh god, it gives me chills and ugh, gives me the heebie-jeebies, <laughs> you know. So, um, but just those parts are well done. But like I said, there's some plot holes. The biggest plot hole of them all that I cannot get past. Again, why it didn't rank higher right now is he actually didn't kill one of the girls and saves her. I don't understand why that happens. I don't know if he's trying to lure the brother there. I don't know what it is, but he doesn't save anyone. He kills everyone, and that just makes me kind of, eh. It's because he looks like, or she looks like his but mom. Still, still. I mean, you know, and, and, and at the same point, like, you know, in the second one, part two, you know, she kind of talks him down and everything. But then it's, you know, but, but it's not like he was going to save her. It was just like he was like kind of leery, like, okay, why is she acting like this? And I think I see my mom and is this real? And, of course, he gets a glimpse of her head and then goes right back to normal. But but it's like, okay, give her a pass for a second, but I guarantee you that he wouldn't have thought that for long. But he, like, keeps her there and just keeps her and keeps her and keeps her. So it's like, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't play into it very well for me. But um, but I get it, though. Yeah, that's true. I, I get it, though. I understand. So it, it, it is what it is. But – it, it's a great remake, though. Like you said, it's going to rank high up in there, you know, in the, the best remakes of all time. So I can't really bless it too much for that. But I think there are better parts of this series that do rank higher for a better reason. And you'll find those out in a few minutes. So uh, hmm. there you go. <laughs> Mr. Mister Mears definitely uh, kicks ass in this role. He looks great and acts great. And just the, his his little strand of hair that hangs out from behind his mask is fantastic. <laughs> well, I just want to play with it. But um <laughs> yeah, you, it, you know oh i love you jason please talk to me some more but, <laughs> tell me how the people you killed tonight all right anyway <laughs> uh, well i guess if that's it let's move on to our number five film so uh here we go boy is he dead too but i'm gonna give it to you straight about jason his body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned well i i miss his voice an old friend of the Christie. Five. Goody camp blood, ain't ya? It's got a death curse. It's showtime. Well, well, well. Top five. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Fancy. Fancy, smancy. Well, okay. So, top five. Are we gonna end, are we gonna start this with a uh, 
pretty much unanimously hated movie? You bet your ass. It's Jason X. Oh man. Well, at least it wasn't in the bottom the bottom six, so I guess I'll give you that. So Very true. Very true. Uh this one's like weirdly nostalgic to me. I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing it before or after a lot of the entries, but like I just remember watching this a lot as a kid. I probably watched this one the most out of any of them as a kid. Right. Um, as weird as that is, I don't know what that tells you about the type of person I am. But it's just <laughs> a very cool person. <laughs> it, oh, oh. <laughs> it's just fun, man. Like, sure, it's very hokey, and I know some of you may be calling me a what's what's that called when like you say one thing but do another hypocrite. Yeah, I wanted to say hypodermic. Yeah, hypodermic <laughs> <laughs> <Hypodermic> needle <laughs> sticking yeah. in me, sticking in me. It just depends on the context. Some films I dock because I say they're hokey. Some films I like because I say they're hokey. It just works for this one. It's by far the best space horror film, oh, I think. Easily. Like, like yeah, because you've got Leprechaun. You've got Critters. You've got Hellraiser. Hellraiser yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just bad. Yeah. But this one, it's really fucking fun. And, and when I have visions of this movie, I think really cringy and shitty characters, but kind of rewatching it, they're fun. They, they interact well with each other. The dialogue with one another is kind of like ribbing each other and, and like they're genuinely friends and they, they all get along for the most part until, you know, shit hits the fan. Yeah. But it's just, fuck, I, this, it's just so much fun. It's, it's fun. It, you just really have to turn your brain off. And honestly, did you really grow up in the early 2000s if you weren't sexually confused by KM? <laughs> now, for the people that don't know who that is, uh, KM in this movie is a female robot. Android. I don't remember. Yes, yes. Because, yeah, someone called her a robot, and she's like, I am a something, something yeah. android. And she's she's an attractive woman. Of course, not a woman in this movie, but exactly yeah. to a T. She's a robot. Or I guess in this case an android, but she somehow looks more human than Mark Zuckerberg does lately. <laughs> oh God! <sighs> and it's just, and to be sexually confused, let me explain because you see her magnetic nipples and she wears a dominatrix mm, outfit. That was pretty nice. Yeah, dude. So eight year old me who like had no idea what was going on, I was shook. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I like that. I don't so know what why. What I want or not? Not gonna do. <laughs> exactly but yeah you get to see her beat the shit out of jason and there's a lot of fun you can have with basing a movie in the future for such as the whole virtual reality thing and placing jason in there and and the nanobots you know turning jason to uber jason of course um it's just it's just there's so much fun you can have with that and i really love this movie a lot um and i'm not gonna say sorry i'm I've said countless times, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. You like what the fuck you like. Mm-hmm. I like you. Don't let anyone make you feel differently. I mean, uh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's that's all I've pretty much got about this one. Um, I, I only have, like, a couple fun facts for this one because I had a whole list, but I accidentally deleted my review and had to rewrite oh, it. Oh, no. So, and I forgot, like, the fun facts I had. So, oh. um... Of course, this is the first Friday the 13th film to feature CGI, mm-hmm. which is a big bummer. Yeah. This is the least cut film in the entire franchise. Mm, interesting. Which only, yeah, only a few scenes had to be altered to get it, to give it that rate rating of R. Mm-hmm. And Jason Voorhees doesn't blink once in this movie, which 
um, Kane Hodder actually had to get surgery on his eyes because he he strained them so hard in this movie. Really? No, I just made that up, but it uh, sounded like it's legit. Dude, that was fucking legit as <laughs> shit. I'm like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, damn. Hook, line, and sinker, dude. Shit. You caught me on that good on that one. Well, shit. Thank you, thank you. Well, that's that's pretty much all I got to say for uh, Jason X. That's my uh, fifth pick. What is yours? Well, my fifth pick is, it's probably going to ruffle some feathers as well, uh, is none other than part four, the final chapter. Um, let's just start off with the name itself. Um, why the hell do they think they can stop at four? I don't know. When he's such an iconic character, even back then, he was still iconic. He's even up to four parts. So why do they think it's going to stop then? I don't know. They're a bunch of fucking idiots that live in Hollywood. So what the fuck do they know? Because um, it's not the final chapter. I mean, I guess I guess it kind of is because he's just going to die. So it's the final chapter of him being alive, but it's the final chapter of him being on screen. So <laughs> final chapter of yes, living. living. You know, then he starts the whole zombie thing, which I love the zombie Jason. He's just that's another whole discussion on its own. But um, this film is great. Of course, it stars um, uh, Corey Feldman. Love Corey Feldman, uh, just a great actor in so many, so, so many 80s films. I just love him. Um, the the storylines are good in this one. You know, you have a, a house full of teenagers next door, uh, you know, just having a party. And, you know, you have, uh, you have some really confused people. You have some, you know, uh, just some weird people you have. Um Chris McGlover doing the weirdest dance moves I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, I don't know if those are just his actual moves or if he just thought he's up for the, you know, for the movie. I don't know what happened there, but he is a strange person in himself. Props to your brother because you're just a badass, but very strange. So anyway. I got a fact for you later on that one. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. For, part four seems like it has like a lot of fun facts, so I'm excited about that one. Um, has one of the coolest kill scenes ever i think in any friday the 13th that i can think of it's the one where i think the girl goes out to get on her bike and it shows the kind of zooms in on the side of the house and the lightning hits and you see him stab her through the back and so it's just a shadow which i think is one of the most amazing shots ever on film it just looks perfect so um and it's like there's no blood there's no anything it's just that it just looks fantastic to me but um the final chase scene in this is really good because it goes back and forth between the two houses. And of course you have Chris McGlover hanging, you know, cry, you know, Jesus Christ style on the, on the uh, door. And then Jason literally rips him off, which is, Oh God, that's disgusting. Brutal. Dude. It's so fucking brutal. But one of the best things ever is at the same point. So a lot of great kills in this one. Um, the, the part where uh, Tommy is showing off his masks is just awesome. Um, Tommy is of course at the end, makes himself look like a young Jason, which is also phenomenal. And then fucking hacks him in the face or no, he gets hacked in the face. Jason gets hacked in the face with that machete and it just slides down real slowly. You see his head kind of crumble mm. and whew, that's so brutal, but it's so beautiful at the same time. Uh, I love that part. But um, yeah, this film just, it's just, it's just a great film. Uh, of course there are some that I think are better, but at the same point, it still has a fantastic film. So um, there you go. Agreed. Yeah. That, that one's, a really good one and obviously if you guys have been paying attention i have not mentioned that one yet that's right so where will it land who knows <laughs> i'm excited my horror stiffy is still uh is full of attention so raging. it is it's the raging cajun brother all right so i think we're at uh number four boy is he dead too i'm gonna give it to you straight about jason 
His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. Well, I, I'm Mrs. Voorhees, an old friend of the Christie's. Goody care blood, ain't ya? It's got a death curse. It's showtime! <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Number four, I've got Freddy versus Jason. There it is. Yes. All right. Now, again, this is definitely, I think, a love it or hate it film. Either you're all about it or you're not. Uh, This is one of those films that is just super nostalgic to me. I was really young. I remember my parents taking me to a VHS store, and I picked it out on VHS. Hmm. Um, Hollywood Video, shout out. (laughs) So it's like I have that connection to it. It's just like the the idea that decades of fan persistence has led to this combination of two of the best horror franchises of all time. I think it's very – it's a great thing. This is like a win for the average person. Now, the execution, however, it's not the best. Like you mentioned, it focuses way too hard on the characters, and that's something I never thought about before until you mentioned it. I was like, shit, yeah, that it shouldn't be that much about them and and whatnot. But I liked how it kind of pinned – them both against one another um yeah. i do think that the fact that freddie can talk makes him more kind of persuadable and like and you know kind of more evil because he can convince people of things this and that and this and that whereas they just kind of make jason out to be just this big dumb being who who just exists to revenge right and that is pretty much what he is don't get me wrong mm-hmm. But just the way they set it up is weird. I don't know. I mean, and it's just these two franchises, I always think, go together better than a crack spoon and a lighter. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. So just melding them together, oh, God. you get the score, uh, the scores from both films. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the ch-ch-ch-ha-ha-has, you get the, uh, the one, two, Freddy's coming for you, all in one film. And, like, I, I think that's so beautiful. Yep. I just, and it's all like overlaid over this metal soundtrack of this film. It like it uh and the, uh, the fight scene at the end is fucking amazing. But one thing also I noticed about this film is people are always flying across the goddamn screen. <laughs> always. <Yeah. laughs> like someone'll get punched and they're flying 20 feet away. Yep. Kelly Rowland, she gets hit with an uh, a uh, machete in her side. Since her goddamn body flying, slamming into a tree. Yes, it looks brutal. Yes, it kind of looks a little cool, I guess. Mm. Practical? No, not so much. Well, it's one of you that does the directing, so that's why it's so crazy like that. Yeah. So that is what it is, but yeah. And that's... that's, It's like that Asian style. Yeah, I think it's just... Yeah, that's just... It's it's cool in some aspects, and other aspects, just like it just should not be in there. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, and this film has a lot of horror mainstays there's brendan fletcher who's also in like leprechaun origins and uh fucking 13 eerie and he's in a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. there's Catherine isabel of course uh ginger snaps and american mary monica kina who's in this and night of the demons remake and jason ritter who is uh what was ritter's first name original to dad Uh, oh john ritter yeah John Ritter, yeah, uh, Jason Ritter's John Ritter's son, uh, Zach Ward, who is fucking Scud Farkas or whatever the fuck his name was in A Christmas yes. Story, like Jesus well, Christ, they, hey, you're man, forgetting one, you're forgetting one, dude. 
Kelly goddamn yeah. Roland. Yeah. And it's it, it the star powers literally. Bring, and, and Robert like England too. Said, so. Oh yeah. It, yeah. It's got literally just so yeah. many. It, it's just, if they would have just toned that down a bit mm-hmm. and were able to afford some other stuff and fight scenes and some more intensity, then yeah, it, this one is a little on the slower side, but I've come to love it. This will always go down as one of my favorites in both franchises as it sits at number four in my Friday listing. Yep. Um, I'm just a huge fucking fan. Yep. Uh, you want to hear some uh, facts? Lay it on me, dude. Rey Mysterio is a wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably what you all know him for. He actually worked on the film as a stunt double for Robert England as Freddy Krueger. Nice. Pretty yeah. interesting, yes. Mm-hmm. The lake used in the film was also being used for the set of X2, X-Men United. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Uh, both the cast for that film... And this film actually stayed in the same hotel as well. I bet that was epic parties, dude. God. Yes, uh, there was a there, there was an orgy. I wonder who got to. Bring. Just kidding again, but Aww, I really wish that one was true. Man, I, um, I would love I would love to uh, to you know if, you know, Robert England and uh, um, oh fuck, who played Wolf? Can Kiss No, Wolf, uh, Wolverine. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. I'd love to see if they got it uh, got it in. You know, I mean. Oh, I well, bet. Baby, would that be? No I mean, doubt. have razor claws coming out of his, you know, his fingers and his, his, his knuckles. So, sheesh. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. His ass and everything. What <laughs> big long out of his dick, you know? He got it crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. At six foot five inches, Ken Kersinger is the tallest man to have ever portrayed Jason Voorhees. Yep. He is a tall motherfucker. Yeah, for sure. And... 17 scripts were originally sent in towards the filmmakers. Eventually, they landed on Damien Shannon and Mark Swift's script for the film. Interesting fact, them two are the same people who wrote the script for the remake in 2009. Hmm. They did a better yeah. part, did a better job in the, in the, in the remake, obviously, but in my opinion. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a lot of people would definitely uh, agree. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's all I've got, man. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. I was going to ask your opinion, but we already yep. know. I laid it out for you in the first part. So if you missed that, go back and listen to the first part. When why you listen to the second part? I listen to the first part. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. Um, so my number four is you've covered it already. Uh, it is uh, part three, the three D. Um, this movie was, like you said, a lot higher on my list before the rewatch. You know, this is going through the years is one of my favorites. And then I rewatched it again earlier this year, and I'm like, wow, it's not as good as I remember it being. And then, yeah, it doesn't age well. Yeah, and then, but then I rewatched it again just like last month. And I'm like, ooh, damn, okay, there's some things I missed the first time, you know, like, and, and pretty much the same stuff you talked about. Um, it's just, but along, when I say that, I'll back up for a second. The, the guy that plays, Jason, what is his I can't remember his name. In uh, Richard Brooker. Richard Brooker, I he is my favorite Jason. I know you don't agree with. Really? Yeah, I know you don't agree with that. You don't like him because he looks weird. I just like the way he's he kind of leans. He kind of is awkward. He doesn't look kind of like he's, you know, like, like he hasn't been paying attention to himself at all. Like he just let himself kind of go and kind of lumbers around and he just kind of like you know and and then of course when he take you know he finds the hockey mask and he puts it on and then that final scene when he's fighting with the final girl 
and he takes the mask off and the way his face looks is badass. I love the way his face looks in that one. Um, but this whole film to me is just, it's not, it's not bad at all. Like it's, it's very well made. I think in my opinion, Shelly, you gotta love Shelly, man. I mean, he's always playing the, playing the pranks and in the little scene in the, in the, uh, the grocery store, you know, and then he mm-hmm. freaking runs over the bikes and shit. And that's just, that's funny to me, but it, 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 I think the, the thing is it doesn't spend too much time talking about the, the characters. It is a little bit, maybe it's a little bit longer than it should be, but it's not long at all, which I, I can give it a pass to. I'm like, all right, that's not too bad. Um, kind of gives a little backstory, you know, of, the one girl, the final girl kind of knows him from somewhere, you know, like, I think I've seen him before. And he, you know, was the same kind of guy that did this to me before. And, um, so I, I like the way it harkens back a little bit. And, and I'm only keen about the fact that it takes place on the 14th. That kind of sucks, but, um, mm-hmm. one of those things where it just, it kind of is what it is. But, uh, but that final scene though, the final scene where he's running through the house and they're fighting and stuff. And she really fights back. She really gives him hell. And I love that. So I love the final girl that really just, you know, puts it all out there and says, all right, you, you want to fucking go? Let's fucking go. And she gives him run for his money, axes him in the head and hangs him. And fucking, you know, like I said, throws a big bunch of books on him and, <laughs> you know, throws a knife at him, you know, or I think he throws a knife at her. That's what it is. And, uh, but they're just back and forth, back and forth. And it's just, it, this movie works well for me. I love, I love the scene too, when the power goes out and then the, the stoner guy goes downstairs and he hits the power, the pits hits the breaker and the power comes on and it shows Jason standing there. That is one of the coolest visions of Jason that I've ever seen in any film, ever. And they actually play on that, I think, in the remake when dude turns the power on in the uh, or he does turns the lights on in the uh, the shed. Kind of has the same kind of effect where he sees almost in the shadows type thing. But uh, I love that part. So um, yeah, this film is it's it's good in my opinion. Like I said, it's my favorite Jason. And but like I said, it just doesn't doesn't have all those parts that need to make it my top three. So, uh, of course, the scene where he shoots the uh, shoots the uh, the bow gun, you know, the girl getting the uh, the wallet out of the out of the water. Oh yeah, the spear gun. Well, or you, know, you see the string he laid it from the gun all the way across the screen and stuff, but, which is crazy and uh, you know a lot of hokey parts. But that hokey just kind of plays into it, like you said. Hokey can either be bad or can be good, and, and this movie actually plays it pretty well for me. Uh, the biker gang is hilarious, and they kind of get outed pretty you know, off pretty fast and. Um, but uh, the kills are great. I think in, in most of these, most of these scenes, you can do get his arm chopped off, which is pretty fucking cool. So, um, but yeah, so there you go. There's my thoughts on, on part three. Kevin gave his earlier and um, I think we both, you know, it's not too far apart. So like we have similar views, but I kind of have a little more affinity for it than he did. But uh, now, do you know who Shelly reminds me of? Is it another actor? Uh, another annoying character. Oh, another, another character. Uh, you talking about the kid in Jason X? No, no. Uh, Shelly always reminded me of Franklin. From <gasps> Frank. Oh, I think you're talking about from. Okay, I thought you're talking about from like just another. Okay, I agree. Oh yeah, no. I think I think Franklin's way funnier though. Way funnier. I mean that. I agree. Yeah, Franklin is one of my favorite characters in any horror film ever. I just love that kid, dude. <laughs> I hated him, but he he's really grown up. Seriously, dude, I love that movie now to watch it just because just to see his little episode in the in the house. Um, all right, well here we go, top three. You uh, you ready to knock this out? Hell yeah, brother! Let's do it. Boy, is he dead too? But I'm gonna give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. Well, I I miss his voice, an old friend of the Christie. Three. Could he care blood, ain't ya? It's got a death curse. It's. Showtime! 
God damn it, Ralph, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> God damn it, Ralph. I the part. Oh, God. He's like, yeah, you want to get blood, ain't you? <laughs> Fucking classic. Those are quotes from which movie? The first one, the original. That's my number three. Oh, there we go. OG. Yeah, All right. OG well, at number three. There you go. Well, later, um, give me your thoughts on this film. I pretty much mirror everything you said. It's it's slow. It, it is a slower movie. Um, if you go back and watch it, there's just after uh, Adrian King, who plays Alice, after she figures out the killer's identity, it lasts forever. It's just like you said, Betsy Palmer will chase her into a room and they fake fight for a little bit and then they run away and then they fight again, fake fight, real fake fight, and then run away again. And it just kind of lasts forever. And you're just like, okay, I get it. Um, the payoff honestly was enjoyable. I liked it a lot more than you did. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Again, I can't remember the first time I watched it. So I don't really remember kind of the surprise that it gave to me, but I do remember just being like, Oh shit, that's crazy. But I do hate how they didn't introduce any of that at the beginning. Yeah, true. They should have released um, that at the first, yeah. Jason Voorhees' name isn't even mentioned until an hour and seventeen minutes into the movie. Hmm. So he's not he's not a factor at all. He doesn't you you know, there's no you don't know anything about him until the very end. And um Betsy Palmer has said afterwards, recently, that she had always tried to talk them into letting her character be in the diner mm. when Steve Christie is there. Yes. That's a good idea, actually. Exactly. Just so you get introduced to her and you know who she is. Mm-hmm. That way it's like when you see her again, you're like, oh, that's well, uh, what's her face. You know, like once you see her, it's like, oh, yeah. shit, that's yeah. really cool. But unfortunately, they didn't go that way, which I think would have been pretty beneficial yeah wait and, and then again that is a trope of horror films is that, is that if you see it in the first act you're going to see it again in the last act and they didn't do that so exactly exactly you know. and yeah just kind of reiterate this movie's slower than most friday the 13th films you know the killer's a 53 year old woman but rebecca black did say it best with her 2011 mega hit song friday when she said gotta get down on friday <laughs> oh my god and get down on Friday, we must, Rebecca, because people were getting fucking murdered. Oh now, my God, dude. That was this, one of the best callbacks you've ever had in the history of the show. Wow. Thank God, you. History in the making right there. That's, wow. Okay. Sometimes you just got to take it back to 2011, you know? Whew. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's just threw me for a loop there. Yeah, no, you're good. So this film takes place on Friday the 13th, obviously. Shit goes down. Part two takes place on Saturday the 14th. Part three is Sunday. I think. Yes. And then part uh, four is from Sunday to Tuesday. Oh, that's right. It takes over a place for two days. Yes. Yes. Hmm. So a lot of people don't. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. I'm fucking up here. (laughs) So, okay. Part one is Friday the 13th. Right. Part two is Friday the 13th, but it's a couple years later. That's what it is. You're right. Is. Yeah, a couple yes. years ago. Sorry, it's just a couple years ago. That's what it is. Yeah, you're right. Yep. You're right. And then part three is on Saturday the 14th, and then right. part four is from Sunday all the way to Tuesday. So right, right. You're right. there's right, kind right. of a continuity there. It's kind of cool, but we're mm-hmm. talking about number one here. So right. um, yeah, man, uh, just movies, a classic. It really started everything off. Now, True. of course, it shouldn't have because this film has no making of what it came to be. 
Mm. You know, all, yeah. all the writers and the director, Sean Cunningham, and anybody associated with this film, Tom Savini, they hated the fact that this was created a franchise. Well, they don't hate it because they made a absolute ass load of money, <laughs> yeah. but they always just kind of detested the idea of Jason being a living being or, you know, and just killing people. And it's like, he's dead. He's the, the fact that he's even considered as a killer is obsolete because he's just a 10 year old boy that drowned, True. you know? True. But I mean, yeah, other than that, it's, it's a, it's a slower slasher, but kills are good, especially for the time, dude. I could only imagine back in 1980. So the slasher craze was pretty much 81 where a lot of, shit really hit the fan that's when uh chapter two came out and the burning and oh god so many more and you know because before this you pretty much had halloween and that those were the kills you were used to you know just kind of off the screen this and that dude people are getting arrows to the neck people are fucking getting just murked with axes to the face and <laughs> yeah that's that's what i love about this franchise is just the willingness to show that shit Yep, and, and it's just uh, the, throat, the throat slash in the in the woods, you know, almost the very first kill. I know that that is classic. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So yep, I'm always gonna have a special, special time in my heart for this movie. I may try to watch it again, but I just I don't know, dude. It's just, I and it's funny. I almost I skipped this first one when I watched the series through. I really shouldn't do that, but I just usually skip it. So damn. Well, I mean, honestly, it doesn't really hold any weight. In terms of like continuity, like true. it doesn't matter. True, you know. True, yeah, and, and like I said, if, if it was a standalone film, I think I'd probably enjoy it more. But knowing the history and where it goes, I guess it also kind of miffs me a little bit. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. So I feel. Like... Uh, some fun facts for us there, sir. Oh shit! Yeah, I almost forgot. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right, man. That's what I'm here for. We've been at this for a while tonight, ladies. Yeah, and gentlemen. sure, we have. <laughs> Um, okay, so most of the cast and crew would stay at local hotels. However, special effects revolutionary Tom Savini <laughs> and his assistant Tazo Stavrakis stayed on site at the camp and would sleep in the cabins. Damn, that'd be fucking cool as shit, dude. Yes. Um, this one's a fucked up fact. The killing of the snake oh. at the beginning of the film mm -hmm. was done so on a real-life snake. So the suffering of the snake is real as fuck. Um it's of course received numerous backlash, which honestly I, I'm not a fan of it for. But you know, it was a a, a film made on a shoestring budget. Uh, but I don't really understand the purpose of it. You could have just put a fake yep. snake. Honestly, probably putting a fake snake there would have been cheaper. But no, way cheaper. Whatever. Yeah, way cheaper. But I guess when they get the most, most realistic feel, which I I understand. But at the same point, there's really no purpose. They could have used a snake, and then when they're about to kill it, just replace it with with a fake one. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was kind of pointless. So, I mean, really, fake snakes aren't like you know, $10,000. You know, <laughs> they're like 10 cents. So, <laughs> well, none that you're looking at. Well, yeah, sure. That was a good point there. Um, <laughs> and here's a fun fact from my standpoint uh, Ari Lehman is going to ride this train till he fucking dies. And probably later, his kids will probably be riding this train forever and forever. Oh, my and God. Forever. Ari, if you're oh, listening, yeah. I love you, brother. Dude, you need to put that train, park in the station, dude. Find something else. Seriously, it's he run it to death. So anyway, because <laughs> he has a band now named First Jason. First Jason, dude. There's a, <laughs> I know I'm 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 talking bad about him, but there's this one video on his Instagram page where he has Michael Behrman like pitch his uh, his album, cringiest video I've seen in my entire life. 
Is it? God, go, go, go find it and watch it, dude. It's, oh my God. Oof. Oh, I will. Dude, it's, sure. I, I'll, I'll actually, I'll send it to you so you can see it. Just right. I'd have to look for it. I'll just send it to you. But, okay. Woo, brutal. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. Any other fun facts for us there, sir? Yes. Oh, um, right. The only bit of scenery that needed built for any of the film was the bathroom scenes. Really? So, yes, where uh, Darcy or Marcy or whatever the hell. Marcy, Marcy was her name. Yeah. We got the axe to the face. Mm. That was like the only piece of <clears throat> location that needed to be added. Mm. Um, the rest of the site was already an existing camp called Camp Nobi Bosco. Mm. Yeah. So, and where is that camp located at exactly? It's in, uh, I think, New Jersey. Okay, that's okay. That's what I've always thought, and that's what I've always heard. I just want to make sure that that's where it was. So, yep. yeah, yep. very good, very good. Yeah. So, and I mean, honestly, the fact that I'm not 100 percent sure of that is kind of uh embarrassing I mean, so yeah, if anybody if anybody wants to like be specific uh hit me up <laughs> and uh the last tidbit i got here is the working title of the film was long night at camp blood which i kind of dig a lot yeah that's not bad actually hmm. but they changed it to friday the, well fr- it was friday the 13th from the get-go but i don't know why they would need a working title for a film that was an original film and not a sequel because there would be no hype. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I understand. But Friday the 13th is one of those things that's always had like that, you know, connotation to it. So I guess that's why they went with that one anyway. But, but yeah, it's both of those titles are great. So yeah, uh, I, I foresee a custom VHS cover in my future uh, Skynet. If you're listening, that's a big one right there, brother. But anyway, yeah. Well, my number three film is one that you just covered a little bit ago. That would be The Futuristic, Jason X. Oh, shit. You love this one more than I thought you would. I love it. I fucking – when I want to watch a Jason film, not just Friday 13, when I want to watch Jason on the screen, I watch this film because I love everything about this film. It's just – it's a fun movie. Kane Hodder plays him perfectly. The, the tropes are there. The hokiness is there. The meta is there. Um, you get – a rebuilt Uber Jason, which is badass. You get uh, some of the funniest one-liners ever. Um, I think it's uh, the the leader of the uh, the little group, you know, the like the little militia group, you know, whatever that's in the on the the spaceship, you know. I can't think of his name. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the grunts, but the leader, the I can't remember his name. He reminds me a lot of uh, Brodsky. Brodsky. Yeah, Brodsky. He reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Tony Todd. Uh, they could be like brothers, maybe or something. Um, anyway, oh yeah. yeah. There's a yeah, scene where he's like backed up against this wall and Jason stabs him through the door. He goes, he's, he jumps and Jesse goes, it's going to take a lot more than a poke in the ribs to get me. And then he does it again. He goes, yep, that'll do it right there. <laughs> and he <just> dies. <laughs> funny as shit. You'll love that part, man. That's, it's, it's hokey. Yeah, it's classic, but it's fucking awesome. It's so funny. This is perfect. Um, but yeah, just the one-liners in this are just hilarious. And then the whole trope of the, you know, he's laying on the table and the kids are having sex. And like as soon as they start getting all into it, you know, he kind of twitches, and then she gives it last little ah, oh, and he just sits up on the table, you know, and it's, it's just awesome. Um, no one has sex around me. That's right. You, know, you having sex? Oh, you're gonna fucking die, bitch. Um, and of course, with uh, one of the best kills in the entire series, perfectly done. The 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 girl in the lab is doing the uh, the biopsy on him, trying to figure out what he's all about. You know, of course, removes his mask. You know, and she's like, oh, you poor baby, and. Uh, She's able to look through the little microscope, you know, or the little thing and sees all the stuff. And all of a sudden she, you know, she hears something, hears like the ice fall off of his hands and she looks back and he's not there. And she's like, what the hell? He looks to the right and he's standing right there, grabs her fucking head, dunks it in the, uh, the, uh, 
I guess it's like the. Um, it's like yeah. curb relax. It's, it's yeah. Yeah, it solution. freezes her face and it fucking smashes it on the on the the uh, counter, dude. That's oh brutal. It's perfect. Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. One yeah. of the best kills in that franchise, hands down. I, I would fight you to anyone that wants to say it's not because it is, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> but uh, that movie's just so much fun, and I, and I know Jenna especially. She tells me all the time. Uh, Hello, Babe 13, shout out to you, always says how much she hates that movie, but it's just so good. It's so fun. It's just, you, like I said, you got to turn your brain off with watching this one because it is one of those that just, it is dumb. And the, the line in the in the transition, the, you know, the, the long transition we've covered in the first part of this, where he says, guys, he's just, he just wanted his machete back. Woo! You know, <laughs> it's just funny. I mean, come on, you dumb fuck. You're about to get, you know, fucking massacred. Just, you know, whatever. Just Put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye because here it comes. <laughs> it's so good. good. Anyway, it's one of those ones I love to watch and uh, just, a, just a fun, fun movie. And uh, Kane plays a great Jason in it. So there you have it. Um, anything you want to add to wrap up the whole Jason X conversation there, buddy? Um, if, if you aren't a fan of this movie, give it another shot. I agree. Totally agree. Uh, um, yeah, it kind of holds up surprisingly well. I think you'd be surprised. I totally agree with you, man. That's that's very well put. Very well put. Because some people don't watch it because like, oh, I had a bad watching the first time or something. No, give it another try because you'll probably like it on the, on the. And like I said, go into it with a fun attitude and you'll have a blast. So, there mm-hmm. you go. All right, brother. Top two. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Boy, is he dead too? But I'm gonna give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. Well, I, I'm Mrs. Voorhees, an old friend of the Christie. Two. Honey, can blood, ain't ya? It's got a death curse. It's showtime. Okay, before we start, quick little thing. Do you know where that is? Showtime. Do you know what part that's from? Uh, That's seven, right? Or five, I'm sorry. There you go. And what yeah. happens after when she says that? She gets a fucking axe to the chest. <laughs> no, 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 no. Before that. As, as she says that line. You the know what dude's happens? bumping coke. Nope. Well, that's right before that. What? She, she shows her titties, man. Come on. Oh, okay. I th- okay. <laughs> that's what she says. It's showtime and pulls her shirt up. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I'm thinking about the dude doing coke instead of her tits. Like, what? I love it. <laughs> and that just shows the, what your priorities, man. Trust me. It's it's all good. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you need a bump there, buddy? You want to take a break and take a bump there? Go ahead. Yeah, for real. All right. So, all right. Rejuvenation here. There you go. We're in the home stretch here. That's right. Number two. Mm-hmm. Is Friday the 13th Part 2. There you go. I can't beat that. Yes. Two for two. Now, this is just a classic. Um, it's pretty much like the kills from the first film. You know, they're all fun and crazy. But everything's amped up a little bit more. There's a little bit more action. The killer's much better. I think everybody can agree. It's not a 53-year-old woman. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> he's a lot more menacing. It's just... I think as a whole, this film just feels more kind of like a slasher that you're used to. It's mm-hmm. it's much more 80s slasher. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, fucking Friday the 13th was released in 1980, but it was probably filmed in 79, okay? So there's a difference. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, the characters in this film are hands down li- most likable in the franchise. Yeah, I'll I agree with that. that. Yeah, I agree with that too. 
Um, even like the the clown. Uh, I I can't remember his name. In the, I think it's Stu. Uh, you talking about you talking about the Joker? Ted. Like yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Huh? Um, yeah, don't quote me on that. But like, yeah, yeah I was telling you, it's cock tease because you have this house filled with like fourteen people, and you're just like, oh my god, shit's going down. And then half of them go to the bar for the night, and then only leaves the main characters, and it's just like, motherfucker, I was cheaped. I yeah. was cheaped out right now. See, that's why I and, have my problem with it too. Yeah, and and the the comedic guy, the funny guy. Was one of them that left, and really, it's really surprising. Yeah, you know, because the funny guy always dies, always, always, always. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and oh my god, I felt so bad for the dude in the wheelchair as well. Oh, dude, the axe of the face, and then the roll oh, back down the stairs. God. Yeah, that's that's gnarly. Like that, that's heavy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you don't mess with people with disabilities. Yeah, like it's true. it's against the law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And here Jason is just whipping one right in the head with a machete. He was about to get some too. He was. He's about to get it. I mean, well, I mean, see, that's 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 always been the debate. Was his bottom part working or was it not? Yes, she asked him. I, I remember specifically she asked him. <laughs> she's like, "So, how does something work down there?" And he's like, "I manage one way or another." But see, that's what he says. See, that's, that's exactly what he says. But that's not saying whether it works or not, though. I manage one way. Does it mean like he just holds it up and sticks it in there? Or? I mean, how does that work? Well, you can't wet noodle that thing in there. I mean, I've, I've tried. I mean, I mean if, she's, if she's gotten around, I mean, you know, down the hallway, I mean, always possible. <laughs> Just saying. Dude probably has like an iron tongue or something. That's, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, good for him. That's the way he gets, that's the way he gets around it, I guess. So, one, one, <laughs> more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sex and stuff, there's more fucking uh, clothes taken off in this movie than in jail intake. <laughs> Oh shit! Like, Again, how do you know all this? <laughs> seriously, <laughs> people are just fucking loosening their clothes every six ways to Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's it, the nudity in this film is as rampant as the Black Plague in the mid 1300s. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's everywhere. Oh my god! I love your little drops, man. They're hilarious. Oh, thank you. Oh. And what's funny to me is I'm honestly surprised because me this entire time I, I I'm I'm Oh, I love Friday the Thirteenth because the kills and not the story, and and I love the blood and mayhem. This film has the least amount of kills in the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Well, ten, including of course Jason, but he doesn't really die, so a lot of people take that kill back. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking fucking who cares. <laughs> um, well, I'm I'm really winding down here. That's my only argument is fuck it. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. It's fucking is a very good argument. So there you go. Exactly. Um, and also, I have a handful of facts for this one. I'll toss these out here real quick. Cool. 48 seconds of the film were cut by the MPAA to reduce this film from an X to an R. Mm-hmm. Um, if you never knew what the MPAA was prior to both of these episodes, you have heard it when probably six times too many. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this film was filmed in Kent, Connecticut, which is two hours and 15 minutes away from Camp Noby Bosco where the original was filmed. Mm. Um, Steve Dash, who played Jason Voorhees in this film, broke his ribs and was knocked unconscious during his betrayal. Damn. So, yeah, not fun time for him in this one. Nope. And it's actually very interesting. There's a film called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Mm. was released in 1976. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if anyone's seen it. It's almost like a, feels like a documentary slash slasher movie. Yep. Um, Jason Voorhees' look is identical 
to him. Yeah. The only difference is Jason has one eye hole. The guy in the town that dreads sundown has two. And the uh, shirt has a slightly different plaid design. There you go. I mean. Yeah. Um, let's see here. First appearance of adult Jason Voorhees is when you see his legs walking towards Alice's house at the beginning. This is the only time that Jason was portrayed by a woman. Was it really? Yes. Costume designer Ellen Lutter was the one who was shown walking to Alice's house. Now, I'm not sure why. Like, you could just put some pants on Steve Dash and fucking throw him out there. <laughs> didn't have to put him in full wardrobe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, fucking, it's beyond me. Who knows? And then the last bit, which is kind of my favorite fact of all of this and the most fucked up one, was, again, actress Marta Kober, who played Sandra, had a sex scene in this film. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but she originally shot a full frontal nude, like, portion. Bush and like, all. you saw it. Oh, yeah. You saw every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Um, <laughs> now, do you know why it was taken out? Uh, well, just to make it not X? Um, because she was not 18. What? Yes, they saw a, a whole sex scene with her, Ooh. and she was not 18. Oh, shit. Um, yes, which is kind of still fucked up that she's portrayed having sex no. on film. Yeah. You know, you think that they would, at least... In today's day and age, they definitely would have cut that oh, part out. Yeah. Um, but it was very integral in the story because that is her and her uh, boyfriend gets the shish kebab. Yep. They, he was stabbing her and then they both got stabbed. So, Oh, shit. Double stab. <laughs> DP. DP. Yeah. The original DP. Woo. <laughs> 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 Well, Double penetration for all you normies. Oh, all you little kiddos listening. <laughs> you should not be listening to this podcast all in the first place. There you go, kids. Enjoy that. Take that to school uh, tomorrow and talk about that. No. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. All, all hate mail from parents goes to Kevin at. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right. That uh, wraps that up. So that was, uh, that was all we talked about on part two then. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, my number two pick is can you can you guess what it is maybe it's five yes you nailed it to the wall <laughs> part five new beginning this movie to me i used to hate this one i really used to hate this movie yeah because it didn't have the real jason Voorhees in it and it frustrated me and it frustrated me but you know what i watched it back in march and i fell in love with it because of the kills are fantastic um just, just the whole redirect, you know, and, you know, of course you see Tommy Jarvis sees the real Jason Voorhees, you know, standing outside and he sees him standing behind him and kind of, you know, it's, it's a very weird type, you know, was he really there? Was he really not? You know, and, and of course it makes you believe that he's just seeing him, but I mean, you never know. He could really be there. You don't, you don't know. That's what you don't know for sure. Um, but like, I don't know, just the whole portrayal of like this, you know, this wayward camp that kids go to, you know, and and, I, and they keep, you know, going off in other other places and wreaking havoc and stuff, and you know, and and then Jason kind of uses all that, or Jason, I, you know, Roy uses all that to kind of, you know, play into the whole Jason Voorhees lore, which is really great. Um, just it, it, it's a good time, really good time, and like I said, the the actors in this are the acting is a little spotty in some places. You know, the guy plays Tommy Jarvis is really intense. 
Like yeah, whenever he fights anybody, like it's like watching a kung fu movie. He's like, whoa, like flipping him over, like you know, doing flips himself, and you know, like karate chopping and shit. I'm like, oh my god, this, this is Tommy Jarvis. Oh yeah, it's like he just did a bump of coke. <laughs> he's like freaking out, but uh, it's fun to watch. But you know, it's still it's like, well, that's really odd. But um, I don't know. Just this movie just really is a lot of fun now to watch, and it's just. Uh, like you said, the, the, you know, damn enchiladas, you know, I just, I just, there's some little subtleties in this film are just fucking <laughs> awesome. And I love the song. She's they sing back and forth. He's in the, he's in the, the port of Johnny, the, Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. I love that. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, good. it's just little things in this film really make me love it even more than I, I thought I would ever love it. So, um, and it's the, the end scene, of course, <laughs> where, where Roy and then told Jason costume stand there and, and, the, the final girl comes out of the barn driving that big tractor. And it, it's literally like, you know, in like in some movies, it shows like, you know, and like they do it in a scary movie. Was it three or no scary movie two where she's jumping through the air and it keeps showing, you know, showing like on a slow-mo. So he's like, you know, waiting and waiting. And it finally pulls a bat out and hits her across the, you know, across the room. And, but it's like, that takes forever for her to drive that thing across that between the barn and the house. And he just stands there staring at it and it literally hits him. I'm like, what the fuck did we out of the way? You know, <laughs> but oh, it's yeah. just full of frustrations. But, um, but like the end scene of where, you know, Tommy comes up and he could totally take on that Jason. Cause you've seen him kick the shit out of some people and he's just walking towards him with a knife and he could totally kick his ass, but he, like he freaks out and can't move, you know, which is also kind of cool at the same time. So, um, yeah, I just, I love this film. Um, uh, just, just very well done. One of the best entries in the series, in my opinion. So, um, if you haven't watched this film before, what the fuck's wrong with you? If you have and you hated it, well, watch it again because I guarantee you, know, <laughs> watch, watch it again. again. Just power through it because I, I think you'll like it better the, the second or third time around. So, uh, just a it's a great movie. So, and like I said, that the, the cover of the movie just really throws me off. But uh, which they really use that that blue the blue arrow mask is just cool because it you know it harkens back to the original, but it's way different. So, mm-hmm. very good. Uh, any, any tidbits on five? You want to throw out there before we? Uh, Move on to our number one. Um, like I like we both mentioned, this is definitely one that's grown on us. That I'm telling you, man, part five and Jason X are the dark horses of this fucking franchise. Like, I think I, I think it's very interesting that we both feel the same way about both of those films, where it's like we don't really have the fondest of memories with them, mm-hmm. but but they're the future of our memories. True, very true. And it's it's where our happiness lies. Uh, you know, just yeah, it, and that's the thing is if you don't. Like movies, always give them a second chance. That's another fucking thing I say every goddamn day of my life. Everything deserves a second yes, chance. Yes, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. So unless you're talking about uh, Demon Wind, which that doesn't deserve a first chance. So you fucking know what you know. I'm talking about it for sure. That's exactly Damn what I'm talking it. about. <laughs> ah, dude, it's gonna be, that's gonna haunt me for the rest of my fucking life, dude. Good lord. Well. Damn Let's straight. just move on to number one because I, I I know what your number one is now, and I think you can figure out what number one is. So let's just get on. Let's just, let's just ride this this little vibrator to town. So <laughs> let's do it. Good, good. Boy, is he dead too? And I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. Well, I, I'm Mrs. Voice, an old friend of the Christie's. Goody camp blood, ain't you? It's got a death curse. It's showtime! One. Hey, you want a beer? Or do you want to smoke some pot? Or we can have premarital sex. We love premarital sex. 
Okay, so this is the only Friday the 13th film to feature twins and Crispin Glover dancing his balls off. This is Friday the 13th, part four. Part four! Hell yeah. The final chapter. Now, so, I was... I always liked this one a lot. I, this was always definitely one of the ones that was up there for me. This is kind of one of the unanimous picks. This It's actually very funny that our list ended up this way because I know what yours is. Mm-hmm. And part So what yours is, I'm not going to say it in case for anybody that isn't sure yet. Right. And part four are unanimously some of the f- biggest fan favorites of the franchise. Yep. Um, part four, dude, the kills are absolutely insane because like – it's just mayhem. Um, I'm going to say this right now. Crispin Glover's death in this film is my all-time <laughs> favorite in Friday the 13th. It's probably my favorite. It's probably my favorite kill scene in any movie ever. Oh, wow. He's like, hey, Ted, where's the corkscrew? Yeah, bam. <laughs> then gets it yeah, right in the hand, and then he turns. But, see, and that's not what gets to me. It's, it's the fucking butcher knife mm, to the face. Brutal. And he's like mm-hmm. shaking, and you can see the pain in his yep. face. He's, he's, like, he's a good oh, actor. Dude, that shit. He's a good me. actor, man. He really is. Yep. Oh, he's fantastic. So, I agree. Fantastic. Well, I mean, what else? bald Corey Feldman uh, yes. too. Again, bald you Corey mentioned Feldman's that. Fantastic. So, uh, um, Tom Savini's back in special effects. You know, it's it's cool to kind of have things. Uh, Tom Savini, he did special effects in the original. He said the only way that he would do another Friday the 13th film is if he got to kill uh, Jason Voorhees, and he did. Of course, you mentioned with the machete in the head sliding down on it, and that, all that was him. Definitely. Uh, and you mentioned it's Dumb House is called The Final Chapter. Well, because the whole thing was that this was going to definitely be the end of Jason Voorhees. However, they were going to introduce this new psychopath in Tommy Jarvis who was going to be so fucked up and he was going to be a serial killer and they would just branch off with mm-hmm. him and just make movies about Tommy mm-hmm. Jarvis killing people. And that would be a, no, a whole, whole thing. Well, this film did so good in the box office. Like, like literally was mm-hmm. fantastic that they just realized that, okay, well that maybe they can't give up on Jason. So they kept Tommy Jarvis as a good character you know, like a good guy, and then kept Jason's, and then the rest is history. I mean, oh, I almost fucking forgot. Oh, my favorite scene in the mm-hmm. entire movie, other than Crispin De- Glover's okay. death, that is, is the corner. Oh yes, he's making out with the nurse. He's making out with the nurse, and Jason's like hand slips mm-hmm. behind him or something and taps mm-hmm. her on the shoulder, and it mm-hmm. freaks him out. He says, "Quote: This is his exact dialogue in the film verbatim." Quote. Jesus Christmas, holy Jesus, goddamn, holy Jesus, jumping Christmas shit. End quote. Can you fucking believe that? Uh, I'm using that on when you post your review, so just be, 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 oh be ready for that. You better so, yeah, definitely be ready for that. It's perfect timing too, because it's fucking December. But no, how does that happen? How does I, that? I think it was that lived. Honestly, I think he just started talking. I fucking. If he did, then he deserves an Oscar because I wish I could come up with shit like that on the spot, man. Good I totally forgot about God. that fucker too. God, that was that was one. Of that. And then, of course, you know she leaves because she gets all mad, and he's watching the girls on the screen you know, do the workout thing. It's just fantastic. He's, he's, he's drinking coffee. He's like, oh, oh, baby, oh, baby. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And anybody uh, listening? That happens at twelve minutes and twenty seconds into the film. So 
if you want to see exactly what I'm talking about, it is 12 minutes and 20 seconds in. And you were actually just talking about that video he was watching. That's actually one of my facts was that um, that film he's watching is called Aerobicize. It's from 1982, and it starred Darcy DeMoss, who mm. went on to be in Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lynn's. Uh, nice. Very nice. Good tie-in. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so it all just kind of comes together, I guess. But Perfect. this film is just the penultimate Friday the 13th to me. Um, obviously, it's my number one, so obviously that's going to be my opinion. Mm-hmm. It just – this has everything. It, it The characters are likable. Um, except Teddy, he's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah. It says dead fuck at least like 15 times. <laughs> Am I a dead fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Teddy, such, yes, you are. <laughs> I had such a crush on uh, Judy Aronson's character. I can't remember her name. She's the one that gets it in the uh, the blow-up boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a brutal scene, too. Oh, my God. I think she's the she's one of the cutest girls in this entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, she was a weird science. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Oh my god, that's a great movie. But yeah, it's like there's no real big douchebags in this movie. One of the twins is kind of a slut, but that's yeah. fine. Um, Peter, uh, the kid. Oh, I can't get over the fucking kills, dude. The guy that gets his head smashed into the fucking wall. Mm. It. It's just this was really before the crackdown in the franchise of the death scenes and this and that. It's like this. You can really tell that this film. With Tom Savini back, the kills are just fucking amazing, and Jason is just brutal. And I, uh, Ted White plays him. He he was an old uh, actor who did a bunch of stuff for decades before this. He was very established at this time, and he's still alive. He's actually eleven months older than Betsy Palmer would have been. Um, but she she died a couple months back, I believe. He's like ninety four or something like that. He's he's really up there. Hmm. Yeah, still kicking. Yeah, very excellent. But yeah, man, Friday Thirteenth Part Four is just next level to me. It's probably my favorite slasher movie of all time. Wow, that's that's saying a lot. Yes, definitely is yes. saying a lot. Wow. Okay. Now I'm sure if I was given an option to watch all the slasher movies, I might find one that I like more. But it's just it's hard to beat with this movie. Uh, I mean, it, it really, truly is. Uh, there's 14 kills. Which is probably right about what you're gonna find in most slasher movies. If not, that's probably more more so then. But yeah, I'm gonna quit sucking this movie's dick. Why don't you talk about your number one? <laughs> uh, okay, well, and, yeah, it's and number four is a fantastic film. Don't get me wrong; it's one of the, it's one of the greats. So yeah, I fully echo everything you said. So very well put. And uh, maybe go a little overboard with the whole favorite of all time, but of course, I think everyone knows what my favorite does of all time. But that's that's for something later. Let's get back to Jason for a moment. Of course, if you've been paying attention, if you watch from the you know, first part to the second part and you've been paying attention, you know my number one is. Of course, I hope you figured out what, number, what Kim's number one is too. But my number one is part six, Jason Lives. For, and let me just say that I'm also a huge uh, 007 fan. So when the scene shows up where he – it zooms in on his eye and then it zooms in on the, on the hole on his mask – and Jason walks across the screen and slashes in the blood. Dude, I about nutted in my pants. I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> just, just, you know, I love the hokiness. I love the meta. I love um, uh, just Jason himself. Uh, I love the way that it, you know, it plays on itself. And like you said, this movie and New Nightmare kind of made up Scream kind of. Um, 
gave the laid the groundwork for it. So of course this is going to be one of my favorites. You know, um, the guy uh, uh, Thawne Matthews, uh, one of my favorite actors ever. Like he's just Thom is just one of my favorite people ever. Uh, plays a great Tommy Jarvis in this. You know, he's I love the way he he runs into the police station and the, the sheriff jumps up. Boy, you in show business? You sure know how to make an entrance. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fucking great. I love the sheriff. He's great, movie. man. He's great one-liners and stuff too. Um, but it's just it's it's in the story is very cool too. I like the way the story plays out as well. Um, just and like you said, it's it's all it's at a campsite. There's counselors. Um, they even play a cool card game. They even have like a cool like you know Jason Voorhees card game they make up. I'd love to actually try to figure that out and play it one day. Um, but they don't. I'm going to give. They don't give the full details, but you could probably fill in a few holes here and there and make that card game pretty cool. Um, do you remember what I'm talking about? The, what was it? I'm sorry. It's like a card game talking about like, do you make different piles for the different cabins and then Jason, do you got to figure out when, which pile Jason's in? No. Huh? Yeah. There was like a card game that they, they kind of give the rules for, but they don't really fully explain it. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I may try to figure We may have to play it when we are in the same area next time. I'll figure that out. We try yeah, that out. For sure. Hell yeah. A little, a little drinking game maybe too. We'll add it in as well. Um, but like, I don't know, it's just the whole thing is just so just it is, you know, Jason X is a fun time. This movie is even more fun because it's just it, everything about it is just great. It's lighthearted, but it's also some serious shit happens in this film. Um, and then just uh, the kills, like I said, some of the kills are off screen or, or kind of hokey, but you see the aftermath on both of most of them. You know, the, the course of sheriff gets bent in half backwards. Fuck that just would hurt. Oh, God. Um mm-hmm. The scene where he walks through the beds, Jason walks through the beds and goes up to the little girl and puts his face right in her face. That freaked me out as a kid so bad. Like, and that's what gave me nightmares for years. And that in itself was one of those scenes where it was so iconic to me that I thought you can never top that. Cause that's like a kid's like worst nightmare is to see this thing walking down the middle of the thing. You know, you're not at home either. You're somewhere foreign. So you're not really familiar and here comes this killer, you know, right in your face. You know, it's just so freaky. And even to this day, it freaks me out a little bit. Um, but just just a great movie all in all. Um, and it's my favorite, of course. But, you know, if you want to get to serious parts of this this franchise, definitely I think that part four is one of my favorites for being this, like a serious entry. But as of like the most fun and most fun, one well, of the ones I like to watch the most, it's definitely Six and Jason X are the two that I love to watch and just to enjoy and kick back and just have fun with. So, um, but there it is. Part yep. Six. Jason lives, baby. Full listing, baby. But, but, look where we are. We're here. What's funny, well, yeah, we're, what's funny about that is see, it says Jason lives, but he's really just a zombie. So, I mean, <laughs> is he really living or, you know, but anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, we are here. We, we have finished Woo. up the entire thing. And as of now, we sit at an hour and 17 minutes. So, yeah, we were about to, we were about to hit three hours. All right. We have already hit three hours. We are here three hours. So, yeah. damn. That's two minutes great. from three hours. Yep. So by the time we finish this, we'll be over three hours. So yeah, that I we we called it, we called it, and we are glad. I'm glad we split it up because I don't think anybody would want to sit through three hours of us talking straight. And uh, yeah, if you would, yeah, no way. And honestly, like, I don't, I don't think I'd be able to do this with any other franchise. Like seriously, this long. This was yeah. I mean, three hours of us just bullshitting, mm-hmm. gay jokes. Yeah, I mean, talking about yeah. Jason Voorhees. I mean, it's been. Sh- it's been a ride. 
it's been awesome, dude. It's just, and this is the longest franchise we're going to cover, I think, too. If I don't, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Twelve, twelve movies. I don't know any other horror franchises that have more. Nope, I think that's about uh, that's about the record, and I think they may still keep going. They're talking about doing another one now, so who knows? I really more. hope so. Hopefully, they can get all the rights situation figured out. Yes, let's do. Oh, you know what? We and actually, there is one more film that we didn't talk about. That I was going to talk about earlier, and I totally forgot about. It's a YouTube. It was on YouTube. It's uh, made by uh, uh, I forgot what the, uh, the company makes it, but the, the name of the movie is Never Hike Alone. Have you uh, have you seen that? No, I actually haven't. Dude, you got to watch that. Oh my god, dude! Seriously, you got to watch Never Hike Alone. We may need to watch that together. We may, you may need to call me one night. We need to watch that together because that's as a fun, fun. It's a, a first person um, found footage movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very well done. They actually do. It's, it's a lot. It's like a, a, a series. This, the, the second was never, never, never hiking the snow. So actually putting Jason in the snow. So. Ooh, nice. Yeah. But it also, it was cool because we met the guy that played Jason Voorhees in that movie at uh horror hound. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's the one we got the picture with. So if you want to see him, he's on our page. So go check it out. It's me and him knelt down and actually has his son with him dressed as Jason Voorhees as well. And they have like these, uh, like uh, Siths in their hand, like, you know, over our necks. And it's, it's pretty cool though. So uh, that little kid was cute as shit. He was, Oh my God. That's yeah. That kid has definite goals. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out, never like it, never hike alone. That's, that's actually the 13th entry in this, in the, you know, it's not really a part of the series, but to me it is. Cause it's really good. If it was shitty, shitty made up, I, I, I'll leave it alone, but there you have it. There's all 12 films broken down, spoon fed to you with a little bit of oomph on the end. So, some extra on my wall. My walls are sprayed. Kevin's walls have been sprayed for a while. Oh so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. It's caked on. So <laughs> I'm worn out, dude. It's uh, I know man. I am too. It's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Here. O'clock here. So yeah, it's, 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 it's if we have, and behind the scene, we'll pull the curtain back a little bit. We filmed the first, took like a 10 minute break and filmed the second part. So you're listening to this, you know, five days apart, or four days apart. We're actually done this all in one night. So yeah. There you go. Um, you're welcome. Yes, you're, you're right. I hope you enjoy it because you are damn welcome. <laughs> and if you haven't seen this series, what the fuck is wrong with you? How can you call yourself a horror Seriously. fan? Seriously. Get, get your shit together, people. Come on. Um, yeah. No, legitimately, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah. I'll, I'll let, right now, please. Yes. I'll let Kevin take that one right to the bank. Yes. Uh, but but tell us what your favorite one is. You know, if you want to give your countdown, give us your countdown in, in the comments of the, the post for this uh, or just – DM us and tell us what you're, what you think uh, we messed up on, what you wanted to add, or, you know, whatever. So, let us know. Um, yeah, I think that about wraps that up. Um, give a few podcast shoutouts here. Uh, a brand new podcast that just came out, uh, starring one of our uh, our listeners, one of our favorite uh, favorite listeners, uh, Sum Flynn. She started one called The Dolls of Horror, but I, I've kind of been helping her out a little bit on some of the technical things and helping them get up and going. And I'm really excited to, to see them up and going. And uh, I think they have a couple of episodes out so far. So uh, definitely go check those out. Uh, thank you so much for all the support, especially you are just one of the best people ever. And uh, if you need any help, like I said, me and Kevin are here to help you. So just uh, hit us up whenever you, uh, whenever you think you need a little bit of uh, guidance or just a, uh, at a girl, <laughs> we'll give you one of those too. So, um, there's a, there's a new podcast that uh, one of our listeners too. I think it was Red uh, Red Rum, I think, put out. But yeah, his uh, his podcast is a podcast on Elm Street. So you know, I love that shit. So 
uh, go check him out. He's been a huge supporter of ours, trying to support him as much as possible. So go check him out. I think he's on all the major platforms as well. So go check that podcast out. Uh, he's actually one of our patrons. So yeah, definitely go check his stuff out. So um, that's just awesome. Uh, two more I want to cover real fast. Alone in the Dark podcast. Again, you guys are my inspiration. So keep doing what you're doing. And then the Horror Basement. Uh, of course, you guys are just nicest guys ever. Letting us piggyback on your network, Tennessee Horror News Network. Uh, we just really do appreciate everything you do for us. You're always sharing our stuff, always being real supportive. And, um, so we really do appreciate you guys for everything you do. Uh, you can find us on social media. It's our podcast on Facebook and Instagram and fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. And my personal is uh, old man Ghostface, and yours is slashing captain. Hell yeah, brother. Um, I think I'm trying to think of anything else. There's something else I wanted to talk about, but I, I think that's it. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Also, point of uh, point of interest news now. Our podcast network. Go check them out as well. We're on their network as well, so go check them out. Uh, I think it's poinetwork.com. All the shows are there, so go check them out. Uh, thank you guys again for the opportunity to be on your network. So appreciate that. Um, I think it's time to find out what we're covering on our next podcast in two weeks. And if anyone is keeping count. I wonder what happens in two weeks, Kevin. What are we covering? Huh. <laughs> Let's see. So, eh, we're in December, huh? A uh, little, little holiday in December is called Christmas. Uh, <laughs> so there's a certain slasher franchise that takes place in Christmas. We're going to do Silent Night, Deadly Night. Hell yeah. A little you know, pay the sinners back, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I can't wait for that one. I'm excited. So, uh, it's fucking garbage day. Hell yeah, dude. I have been, I've been in the worst like holiday spirit ever this year. I don't know. It's just a bunch of bullshit has been going on, but I think this franchise is going to lift me out of the mire and put me on top of that tree and stick that tree right out my ass and let, oh. let me shine for the world to see. <laughs> so, Lord have mercy. Woo. There you go. Hey, guys, he's on his machete back. Woo. oh man sorry i had to throw that in there but anyway thank you guys so much for paying attention this whole time i know we've gone through a lot of movies and uh for this franchise but one of the big ones so we really wanted to get this in and especially being friday the 13th happy friday the 13th go watch a adjacent film make yourself feel good uh chad kevin don't touch yourself too much man i know you've already touched yourself a lot so you're probably it's very too late yeah i'd say oh well shit i'll try it Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to, of course, you know, I love Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street. So those two are coming up and I'm really excited about those. So, uh, but we're not going to, we're going to jump that low too fast. We're going to let that low sit there and kind of fester for a little bit, get, get a little extra sticky. So um, we, we'll be throwing a few out between now and then. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, on the ice too early in the morning, man, I'm going crazy. My pillow is sitting here. I got to take that pillow and get my pudding in. So um <laughs> Anyway, I'm just going to wrap this up before I say anything else I'm going to regret. So my name is Wes. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you in the week of Christmas. See ya.